Welcome everyone to another edition of my weekly eye-catching market insights of the week and I've got some fantastic insights for you. Let's start off with this. Yes, a chilling start indeed for 2022 for stocks. I haven't put it into some context. This kind of thing has happened before. Look at 2011, look at 2012. You remember those deep dives, don't you? No, of course you don't. And that's the whole point of it. Of course we don't. This is Meta. Meta dropped 25% in one day. I mean, think of the poor sod who turned up at work and lost quarter of a trillion dollars. Yeah, his name's Mark Zuckerberg. You've got to feel some pity for him. But the point of this is that in the short term, you can have those big drops over 20 days. You can be down 34%. But over a longer period of time, 250 days it's less likely that you're going to continue those kinds of massive moves down. Otherwise, stocks, which in 20 days fall 34%, would tend to collapse to zero after 250 days, we would assume. So be less worried about the short-term volatility. We do often get through it. How about February? Well, I'm afraid it's not usually a good month. Okay, so sorry, don't want to make things from bad to worse. Okay, in that case, what about the S&P 500? I'm afraid we've still got some downward pressure on that one. And the indicator you see on the bottom called the MACD, the Moving Average Convergence Divergence, oh, that's really a pretty good indicator of when the markets are likely to fall low. If you go back to 2018, you can see an example of that. Now, a lot of the people, particularly those younger ones on TikTok, have been asking me, how do you set up a hedge fund? Well, this is who our backers tend to be. They tend to be from pension funds or sovereign wealth funds. In our case, Aegon, AXA, those kinds of pension funds, and some ultra high net worth. So if you're looking to start one up, then you're almost certainly going to be looking for very wealthy friends and family to kick off with. So the question arises, well, what should we do about the recent falls? The data suggests that buying on dips is not a bad strategy at all if you've got the length of time. I mean, if you're only looking to do it for a week, you're going to be in trouble because it can keep falling. But over a more prolonged period of time, there's a greater likelihood of gains thereafter. And you can see that evidence there and there's other evidence for it. All right, let's look at year to date. Year to date, who's been whacked, who hasn't? Well, energy hasn't, financials haven't. Okay, and surprisingly, tobacco, they keep coming up on my uh, scanners as well. So those buggers aren't dying. I don't know, maybe more people are smoking. Obviously, dividends, cash flow, uh, they've been under the radar. And right down there, you can see other industrials as well. They're the ones where who are doing fairly well, okay? Price earnings ratio, measure of valuation, red is bad, green is good. And what do we have here? Well, again, financials come up, insurance comes up as undervalued. And there is this theme that maybe undervalued stocks is the way to go. Well, if that's the case, again, there's some energy names. So energy comes up on two factors. Money's been going in, it's undervalued. Financials do as well. Interesting. Um, tobacco, not so much on the uh, valuation part. Okay, PEG. PEG is another measure of 
valuation you want the number to be below one so the closer it is to one or below the better uh, and it's a measure of the share price relative to not just earnings or profits but the growth of those so here again financials come up energy comes up yet again uh, tobacco doesn't so if you're looking for things which do keep coming up then you can see that all all, all of those measures uh, financials and energy keep coming up okay where are we on this well I'm going to let you look at this in your own time where we are on this uh, market on that basis I want to dig under some of the most recent earnings and some of the falls that we've seen because actually when you look at the figures the numbers aren't bad at all I remember when I was at Bloomberg television back in 2000 and we had the stock market crash then which everybody had anticipated so anybody who tells you he, they forecasted the tech uh, bubble my god even my grandmother uh, and my three-year-old niece had predicted that one the point was when was it going to happen at that time companies weren't making profits so it was going to be inevitable but at the moment if you look at say something like Alphabet, I thought this this from the Financial Times was really well written. Alphabet's price to earnings ratio, key valuation metric, was sitting at nearly 22 times just before the results, some way shy of Apple's 28 times. In other words, investors were paying 21% less for every dollar of Alphabet's forecasted profits than they were for that of its rival. This despite the fact that investment bank analysts are expecting Alphabet to grow its revenue faster than almost all its big tech competition this year. And that might be why they're projecting its share price will climb 25% in the next 12 months. I think that's very good analysis done very quickly uh, in a few words and conveys uh, a very good point so uh, have a read of that in your own time I think it's very useful to look at uh, again that point about return histograms I don't want to labor the point but there's a lot of companies which can drop 34% in a short space of time but over a prolonged period particularly when they've got good sound fundamentals can continue to the upside the other thing I want you to bear in a market where there's a lot of falls to the downside is this when they fall initially if it was actually hard bad news, like profits warnings, then they're likely to continue falling. If instead it was just they missed a number by, you know, or a forecast by 0.01% and they've fallen, well, they're likely to rebound. So just bear that in mind before panicking. Again, I'm, I'm just trying to avoid people panicking because I've had a few people say, oh, I sold it and the very next day it started going up. Well, the, the key issue is, was it? A sound fundament, fundamentally sound company to begin with. Uh, I've also put this up on my great investments program, uh, the Goldman Sachs report on why you should invest in 2022, and they've put a lot of data and there's a separate report on uh, their outlook for 2022 more generally and a whole bunch of other stuff is on my great investments program. Uh, have a look at my campaign for a million.com. There's a lot of free resources there, including access to my Telegram channel, downloading of my book on investing. You'll find all of that there. So have a look at my campaign for a million.com to help a million people become better investors, whether it's business owners or professionals who are time poor, cash rich, or people, um, pensioners, uh, who are worried just what's going on with the markets. Uh, okay, so hopefully you found that all very, very helpful. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs>